Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, 630 Chad presents The Elks This Week. A close-up look at the Elks and the Canadian Football League. Every week, we take you inside the game. From the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Here's Morley Scott. Good evening, everybody. Man, it's good to be back on the Elks this week. Big thank you to Dave Campbell for sitting in on the show last week during the bye week. Uh, It is good to be back. Looking forward to Saturday afternoon. Man, what weather we've been having. It's been spectacular. It was good for the dinner last night outside. Saturday afternoon, right now, the long-range forecast, 24 degrees and sunny. The Elks will host the Montreal Alouettes, so we'll have the game for you here on 6.30. Chet, 12.30 for the countdown to kickoff. To start our coverage, 2 o'clock is the kickoff. The Elks and the Alouettes, 2 o'clock. Nice time for a game, so uh, family-friendly, that's for sure. Uh, And, yes, I did say 24 degrees is the expected high on October 1st. Uh, tickets for you at Ticketmaster. You can head to GoElks.com for all your ticket details as well. Looking forward to that on Saturday. We'll again be on a Tuesday night next week. Hockey last night on 6.30, Chet. Hockey again next Monday night, our usual time on 6.30, Chet, for the Elks this week. So we'll be with you Tuesday night uh, at 7.30. The Oilers are playing Vancouver in a preseason game next Monday night. Uh, the Elks uh, return from their bye week after winning in Regina over the Saskatchewan Roughriders. What a thrilling win that was. That was just a, a tremendous CFL game, and it had so much in it uh, to talk about. Uh, the Elks worked out on Saturday after they returned, took a couple of days off uh, before they went back to the field. Today, the team took part in the annual dinner, which went last night outdoors at Commonwealth Stadium. Congratulations, by the way, to Manny Arsenault, named the winner of the David Boone Award for community service for this year. It's his first season with the Green and Gold, and he has been a tireless worker in the community. He has been everywhere. Even after he was in about a month ago, he's continued to be out at uh, junior and minor football practices and camps and lending a hand. He's always there for the kids, always there to listen, always there to advise. So congratulations to Emmanuel Arsenault, the 2022 winner of the David Boone Award for Community Service from the Edmonton Elks. Uh, uh, new from the field today... It was Kenny Lawler who was back on the field again. He was uh, practicing Saturday and looked good. He was practicing today and looked fine. Will he play on Saturday? I think he will. Chris Jones, though, won't make the final decision until later in the week. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, he, he certainly is moving around well, uh, you know, and we're hoping that uh, that's the case. Uh, we're not wanting to jump to conclusions too quick. We've got our, our big work day tomorrow, so we'll see how he feels after that. I mean, Kenny's a great player. I mean, we went out and got him for a reason. I mean, he led the, the league, I think, in receptions last year for a reason. I mean, he's a good player, and, you know, he and he catches a lot more than he drops. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's going to be a big thing is being able to secure the football. Lawler's been taken off the six-game injured list, leads the Elks in receiving still after missing the last three games. He was listed as what they call a full participant for both Saturday and today at practice. But after practice today, he was uh, far from a full participant when he met with the media. Feel good? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I know coach is kind of playing it safe, and tomorrow is the big day. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you anticipate for tomorrow? Practice. Yeah. Yeah. How about Saturday? Game. With you in it? We'll see. How tough has it been not having that be the case for these past three weeks? Oh, tough. You know, I'm a competitor. I want to be out there. Just got to stay patient, keep working, and, you know, take care of itself. You had two days on it. How's it felt? I'm sore. A little concerned? No? No. To get through it? There you go. That's it. Questions were uh, asked, and the answers were very short from uh, Kenny Lawler. Uh, it sounds like he's ready to play, and from what I saw on the field, he is ready to play. So we'll see if indeed he is in the lineup or not. But he said at the end of the interview he just didn't want to be there. He just wanted to go eat, so he was hungry. So we all get that way when we're hungry, don't we? Uh, so that's uh, Kenny Lawler from today after practice. Here's, uh, here's the news from practice today. Lawler was in. He's, as I mentioned, missed the last three games with an ankle injury. Trey Watson is back practicing as well. He missed, I think, eight weeks of games. He last played July 14th in Montreal just a couple of days after he was signed by the Elks, after the Alouettes released him, had a pretty strong game until he hurt his knee and has been out ever since. So he will be back and will start in the game. And he's back and healthy just in time because it appears that Niles Morgan's season is over. He's been uh, put back on the six-game injured list, and that's a place you don't want to be when there's only four games left in the season. Uh, they can take him off, but uh, we'll see. He was not a participant uh, in the first two days of practice, so it doesn't look like uh, Niles Morgan will play, but Trey Watson does return, and uh, that is good news. Also, uh, back at practice today, uh, Darrell Walker, who did not practice on Saturday, and Kai Loxley, who did not practice on Saturday. Loxley missed the game in Regina against the Riders. The one change for Loxley at practice today was he was not lining up with the receivers. He was strictly a quarterback today. He usually does quarterback drills and then runs routes with the receivers. But today, he was just a quarterback, and it looks because of the return of Kenny Lawler that Kai Loxley will be the guy who gets moved out of the starter's role as far as the receiving core goes. Still lots to be determined for the Elks lineup moving forward for the game Saturday afternoon against the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, also today, no Jake Ceresna uh, missed practice with a calf injury and no Ed Ganey who missed practice with an ankle injury. I believe he aggravated or injured that ankle on Saturday at practice, uh, leaving early. So that's the situation for the Elks. Those are two tough guys to lose on your defense. Jake Ceresna and Ed Ganey. Uh, neither practice today. We'll see if they're out there tomorrow when the Elks go back to practice for day two. Uh, they, are, of course, will be on the field Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock for uh, the game against the Montreal Alouettes. Still in it. They're still in it. Uh, their chances are slim, but they still have a chance. And as uh, Chris Jones has said often when we've talked to him, uh, just wants an opportunity to have an opportunity. And to do that, they just got to keep winning their games and hope things fall right for them with the other teams involved in this race. And those teams would be the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, who are in uh, Winnipeg to play on Friday night, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who are trying to finish third in the East ahead of Saskatchewan right now. And uh, the Ticats have have the bye week this week so uh, that's the situation from the Elks today man it's been a long time since you as an Elks fan been excited to watch a guy play and say I really want to go to the ballpark and watch this guy play well through three games for me Kevin Brown's the guy running back he, he came in he he he, he 
filled in sporadically during the Labor Day game, got the start the last couple of games, and has put up some really good numbers. When we come back on the Elks this week, we'll go in-depth with running back Kevin Brown and talk about his first month and his first three games in the Canadian Football League. My name's Morley Scott. You're listening to the Elks this week on 630 Chet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Well, coming off that win in Regina, that's a long time ago now, isn't it? Before the bye week, the Elks are still alive in the playoff race in the Canadian Football League. Just barely. They need to have almost everything go their way, but they are still alive for another week, and that's what counts. This week, the Elks uh, host the Montreal Alouettes on Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock start on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Well, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who is the team they'll have to catch, they are in Winnipeg to play the Blue Bombers, so it certainly won't be easy. Elks, of course, trying to end that miserable, long losing streak on home field that dates back to 2019, thanks to the pandemic. It's been a long, long time uh, since the Elks won at home, but they hope to do that on Saturday when they host the Montreal Alouettes, who will have William Stanback back in the lineup. It looks like uh, he broke his ankle in the first game of the season and has been out ever since then, but is back practicing with the team this week. No official announcement, but it looks like uh, Stanback will be in the lineup uh, coming in for Montreal. So there's another uh, thing that the Elks will have to worry about defensively when they face uh, the Alouettes. Hey, how about Kevin Brown for the Elks? Man, has he been a fun player to watch. Uh, he's just a little guy, uh, but man, he can juke, he can jive, he can find the holes, he can make the holes. Uh, he's a real good player, real good running back. Uh, three games into his CFL career, he's got uh, 245 yards on the ground, had a 100-yard game in Regina against the Riders uh, before the bye week. He's got 71 yards through the air as well. Uh, was a part-time player week one, started the last two games, and has had a lot of success. I talked to him about his first month in the Canadian Football League? Uh, the must have been uh, real well. Um, I'm starting to pick it up, you know, uh, each practice. So I'm starting to get a little familiar with the game. Starting to be more easier for me to get it. So, like, less thinking, more just reacting. So I think I'm in a good spot right now. That's what it's all about for a player, right? Not to, not to think about things and just go and do what you do. Yeah, you just want to go out there and just rely on your talents without having too much to think about, you know. So football is more like a, a reaction sport. So, you know, for me to be able to stop thinking now and just be able to react has helped me a lot. I remember talking to you after your first practice uh, before the Labor Day game, I guess, in Calgary, and you were talking about how you made a few mistakes and you're having, you just got the playbook and you didn't feel you had a very good practice. It's turned around a little bit since then, eh? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm still making a little bit small, uh, small minor uh, mistakes, but, you know, there's nothing that can, you know, overcome. Uh, 245 yards on the ground, 71 in the air, uh, 316 yards on 40 touches. Pretty good numbers. Uh, are you surprising yourself a little bit at not only what you're doing, but maybe the opportunity to do that? Uh, the opportunity, um, yes. Um, at first, when I came in here, I didn't 
I probably didn't, I didn't expect to play as much as I did. But then once I actually got into it, I got the flow of it. It started to, started to come with ease. But um, I've always, I, I don't want to say I always got good numbers, but like uh, the O-line helped me. I can't do nothing without the O-line, you know what I'm saying? So without them, those numbers wouldn't, wouldn't exist. So you got to give a shout out to them. You're just a shade under eight yards a touch, which is a fantastic average. Still looking for the first CFL touchdown though, right? Oh yeah, man, it's coming, man, it's coming. You got anything planned for it? Um, maybe just something. I'm still in the, in the works with it. <laughs> Tell me about getting here, uh, the process you went through, uh, where you were and, and what, what your football season was like up until the point where you landed in Edmonton. Um, I was at uh, University of Incarnate which was a, a, a pass, an air-rated team. So it was something like this. So I'm pretty used to, like, you know, receiving a ball in the backfield. And then uh, put out some good numbers in the spring and then following the regular season. And then I did uh, two camps with the Ravens and with the Broncos, thinking, you know, one of them was going to call. So I've been home waiting. Um just training and then I started to get a little you know discouraged so I almost I almost uh hung up my cleats and was like I'm gonna call it quits but something told me to like you know just keep just keep going you know there's there's always gonna be adversity but you you know what you're gonna do with it so I decided to stick with it and then I got the call and now I'm here who called you who was it it was D-Roy D-Roy and, and how'd that conversation go it was great he was like hey Kev you want to come up here for you know a tryout and I was like yeah sure and then you know a few weeks went by he was like you know what uh we're gonna sign you so come up be ready to come up here either like tonight or tomorrow I'm like okay <laughs> so it was a quick turnaround yeah, and your first day of practice you're pretty much installed into the offense and you didn't start that first game but you're a big part of it uh yes sir yes sir I mean I knew I wasn't going and like you know start a course but um you know everything happened for a reason so yeah I don't know First 100-yard game uh, in Regina. Tell me about going to Regina. It's a place that a lot of people, you know, it's a great atmosphere there. The fans are rabid there. Uh, what was your experience uh, in Regina for the first time? It was it was a big shock because the stadium was really loud, and then like the lights turn off, then you got the, the, like the glow sticks going green and everything, and then I was just like, wow, okay, so I'm actually I'm actually here now, and it, it was it was a great experience though. I would love to experience it again. I, I gotta ask you, I was I was wondering during the game when the lights went out, did that bother you? Like guys, I know guys were looking at their call sheets and trying to figure stuff out. Was it a little bit of a hindrance for you? No, not no, not for me at all. You know, so. I mean, I'm a guy that, excuse me, I'm a guy that like, rolls with the punches. So, like, nothing really bothers me. So that, that, that didn't have any effect. And a 100-yard game, uh, you're first in the, in the CFL. Uh, you seem to be in a, in a pretty good groove. Yeah, you know, give it up to the O-line once again. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do it. But um, it's all about wanting it more than the next man. So you're going to have to have to try, tackle me with everything you got. So you've put up the numbers through your first three games. Um, then the bye week hits. That's probably the last thing you wanted because you're just getting in a groove. You're, a lot of your teammates are probably looking forward to it to get some rest, but you hadn't been playing all year. Uh, How would you treat the bye week? What would you do? Uh, did you go home? Uh, me and my roommate, Nigeria, we came out here. Uh, we stayed, actually. Um, we did some stadiums. We did some uh, We did some 60-yard runs. You know, we tried to stay loose, keep our legs from under us while trying to, you know, lose too much momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where where did you grow up? 
Mom plays in South Carolina. Yes. Yes, sir. And born and raised there? Born and raised. Yeah. yeah. So that's where your football roots are, too? Oh, yes, most definitely. Who's, uh, who's your favorite growing up? Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good guy to model yourself after. Yeah, man. He does not, not want to go down. Yeah. 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 So I try to imitate that. Yeah. Uh, do you eat Skittles? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got a story about that. <laughs> so it was in Juco. It was in Juco. And uh, my advisor, she, she has a son. And... Uh, he knows I like Skittles. So during the halftime, he bought me some Skittles during the game, and I just started eating them, and it was it was real good. Which game was this? Uh, I forgot what game it was. But... In college, like? Oh, uh, yeah, it was yeah. in Juco, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now you're eating Skittles. Now I'm eating Skittles, yeah. <laughs> uh, a win going into the bye week is always good for teams. Uh, you guys kept yourself alive in the playoff race, which was obviously good. How was the atmosphere now coming back for practice this week as you get set to move forward and try and keep yourself alive going forward? Uh, everybody here is on a mission. You know, the vibes is is coming, do what we got to do, you know, look at this thing like we're like we're uh zero zero you know what i mean starting starting the season over again because you know we got that chance to make it to the playoffs so we got to come in here you know, with the mindset of we were going to the playoffs yeah did you know anything about the cfl when you got here i knew a little bit of stuff but not a whole bunch so it was, it was still new to me what's the biggest thing that surprised you <laughs> um the biggest thing surprised me was I'd say the last the last man touch or whatever. Like uh so anybody can smack the ball out of the out of the field or out of bounds yeah. and it's their ball. That's different. So That's, that happened to you too, right? Yeah, it did. I was like, Oh man. I wish it didn't happen but it happened. Yeah. Uh and what about the, the extra space, uh with the wider field? Does especially coming out of the backfield I think that would help you with, with receptions coming out of the backfield. Oh yeah, that helps a lot. You know, you got more room to Go run run around the defender, so that especially with a guy with speed, that that's a big advantage. Supposed to be nice this week weather-wise. Uh, what's the coldest game you've ever played? Uh, when I was in JUCO, it was like maybe 2016 degrees so i don't know if that is for y'all for uh celsius but it was like when we pulled up they were uh shoveling snow off the turf where was that it was in iowa yeah yeah so have you've heard about i imagine cold games here yeah they told me they told me about it <laughs> i'm from the south man we, we like it warm <laughs> yeah. the, the good news is when it gets cold the running back gets the ball more so you got a chance to stay warm <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right kevin i appreciate your time man uh welcome and uh, congratulations on a, on a great start so far thank you i'm glad to be here kevin brown running back of the edmonton elks man he's had a he's burst onto the scene 29 carries for 245 yards that's just over eight yards per carry on average 11 receptions for 71 yards that's six and a half yards per reception 7.9 yards per touch 40 touches 316 total yards for kevin brown he's been a real find for the elks and he's come at the right time with all the injuries they've had on offense and uh, with james wilder jr out for the season it looks like uh, that's now kevin brown's job the rest of the way as the starting running back for the edmonton elks we'll see how he keeps going they got a book on him now 
teams can watch some film. Teams can get a little look at him and, and, and read his tendencies a bit. So we'll see moving forward what kind of challenges he will face. Uh, i got a little bit of time left here. I want to get to some of this interview anyway I did with uh, Trey Watson, linebacker, who's back in action this week. He uh, was acquired by the Elks, signed by them in early July, uh, played his first game for the Elks in Montreal July 14th, uh, got hurt in that game and hasn't played since. He'll play against the Alouettes, who released him earlier this year uh, for his next game with the Elks some eight, nine weeks later. He'll be in the lineup on Saturday. Uh, I talked to him this week about his bye week and, and how he spent it. You may have seen the picture uh, with his brother Christian, who plays for the Green Bay Packers. You may have seen that on social media. Um, it was a joy, man. Got to go down to uh, Green Bay. We got to see my little brother play. Uh, he plays for the Packers. Sunday night football game against the Bears. Um, awesome experience. First time at Lambeau. Uh, we had a great time. A lot of traveling just because they don't make direct flights from all the way up here to, to Green Bay. But um, had a good, had a great time, man. Had, you know, got to come back and even do the, the water park here at West Edmonton Mall. That was a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, now it's football time. Uh, yeah. you, you enjoy those breaks. And now, especially, I've been on a, you know, I don't even know how many week nine ten week break yeah. uh i'm ready to ready to play you gotta go back to be, uh, seeing your brother play you got the picture which is uh, saw it on social media that's pretty cool uh, it's a nice keepsake absolutely man it's an awesome moment um you know few few people play professionally at all few people get to do it essentially at the same time as your brother obviously it'd be nice if we can both you know play in the same league at the same time um but you know football runs in our family um we've had my dad played in the NFL, I played in the NFL, and now my brother's doing it. Um, it's, it's a special thing. Uh, we hope to keep that going, and that's, that's something that we certainly cherish. And, you know, we, we love this game from, from top to bottom. That is Trey Watson, middle linebacker for the Elks on Saturday when they play the Montreal Alouettes, his second game uh, with the team. Pretty cool picture. They swapped jerseys, and, of course, Christian's in Green Bay. He's in Edmonton. They got the same colors. The green and gold scheme was uh, pretty cool. Uh, he also had the new number on his jersey, too, because he switched to 33 after wearing seven in his first game. That's it for this week on the Elks. This week, don't forget the uh, game coming up on Saturday, 12.30 for the countdown to kick off. 2 o'clock is game time. 24 degrees and sunny. Come on out to the ballpark. Go to Ticketmaster.com to find out all your ticket information or GoElks.com as well. My thanks to Kellen Kennedy, the studio producer for the show tonight, and I will uh, talk to you tomorrow morning. Uh, my name is Morley Scott. I will see you on 6.30 Chet Mornings uh, with Chelsea and Daryl tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody.